A reading from Matthew, chapter 2, 1 through 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all of Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem in the land of Judea, Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me uh, so that I may go and worship him also. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary. They bowed down and they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. The word of the Lord. God's grace, God's peace be with you all this day. Thank you. Begin, thanks. Beginning with an Advent hymn and a reading from the Gospel of Matthew concerning Herod and the Magi is a most unique, if not curious, way to start the beginning of our chapel season at a new time on a new day. Tell your friends. So, why start there? I believe that the story written in the book of Matthew is an epic tale of two kingdoms on a collision course. That is, the kingdom of assumed power and authority over against the kingdom of creative power and divine promise. It is the clash between a felonious King Herod who ruled through cruel acts of murder, mayhem, and deviousness in stark contrast to the king who would be shepherd, whose rule came by saving people from something for something. 
this clash of two kingdoms where one looked to the stars for answers is over against the other who looked into our eyes to find love and mercy. Perhaps you've heard the story of Herod the Magi and the foretelling of Jesus' birth a few times. Perhaps a few times too many, and the story might have grown weary for you. Maybe you've heard the story in the shadow of a more dramatic and pageantry-loaded children dressed in baggy bathrobes with fake beards, walking onto a stage with decorated cigar boxes resembling gold, frankincense, and myrrh, while the congregation wades through yet another singing in four verses, We Three Kings. The image of Herod and the Magi are burned brand-like onto our visual memory cards. The card company Hallmark has caught on. They sell an entire line of wise men cards in the season of Advent, replete with three camels and kneeling in front of the manger scene. So why pick this story, these characters, this moment in Scripture to start our chapel season? Three reasons. First, reading Scripture is far more complex than the evidence given by a Hallmark card. Take, for example, the three astrologers who approach a foreign-seated king and with boldness ask an unsettling question. King Herod, we have studied the stars in the heavens and we've come to see the other king, the king of the Jews. Imagine what went through Herod's mind in that moment. His internal conversation. Might it have included, how dare you? I am King Herod, king of Jerusalem, king of the Gentiles and the, and the Greeks, and all of the Jews, all of those who inhabit my city. I am their king. And you're looking for another king? How foolish do you think that sounds? And who possibly could that be? It is certainly an unhinging question, an audacious question. We come looking for the other king. Let's contextualize that. It might be equal to the president of USC, a school from our east, coming onto our campus, standing in front of our president, Chris Kimball, stating that he's been looking at the star, okay, the Ventura County star, and wants to meet the other president, the president 
known as Rebecca Cardone. Now, of course, our president would quickly text Rebecca and immediately invite her to come over and meet with the president of USC. But therein would be an uncomfortable juxtaposition of one president to another president asking to see the real president whose star is rising. It is a complex story. Secondly, the story that we read for this day is set in the context of a search for truth. The astrologers are well equipped to read the skies and from the distance, from a distance, have set out to discover an astrological anomaly. This is not some shooting star. This is a star that travels and then stops. Stops over Bethlehem, wherein the Word will be made flesh who will dwell among us. This search, does, this search for truth does not reside in the sky above or among some celestial realm, but rather this search for truth comes among us, as the Gospel of John says, the Word is made flesh and dwells incarnate. Not distant, non, not inaccessible, not far away, but rather flesh among us incarnate. Thirdly, searching for the truth will reconfigure your GPS. Searching for the truth is not for the timid. For to travel down a path in an honest, transparent search for truth means that everything is on the table. We need only reference and reflect on the writings of Galileo, Isaac Newton, Thomas Edison, Harriet Tubman, Marie Curie, and Mother Teresa, to name a few for whom truth was upended. And once upended, the search for truth will send you off in a different way. Being tended by a shepherd king will certainly rearrange your GPS. Jesus comes to shepherd, a most unlikely role for a king. Shepherds tend. They listen, they protect, and they herd alongside, keeping an eye out for the first and the strongest, for the least, the last, and the lost. The shepherd has come for you. The shepherd king has come to reign and rule in your life with an unparalleled tenderness, gathering you as you stray and leading you by accompanying you. The shepherd king has come 
with a new truth. That is, God is among us right here, right now, in the next minute, throughout the course of this day and every day, in every class, on every field, amongst every dishwasher, housekeeper, or groundskeeper, on every publication that this university sends off property, God among us, inescapably, graciously. The shepherd king will rearrange your GPS, just like he did in the lives of the Magi, who, as it says, went home a different way. It is what will happen to you, students, as you search for truth. You will go home another way. You will be different. You will be changed. It happens to administrators, faculty, and staff as they serve the needs of this community every day. They go home a different way. They go home changed. It happens to all of us as the shepherd king reaches out with mercy and forgiveness for the whole world. And we will be different. We will be changed as our hands serve the needs of the world. The shepherd king has come for you. Amen.